Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 548 for August 24th through 30, 2020. What's new? Relationship challenge and opportunity is highlighted this week, first and foremost, by an insanely complicated aspect pattern that I'm calling a double grand cross slash double mystic rectangle. Relationships are further catalyzed by a hard rectangle featuring the Sun, Venus, Ceres, and Pluto, and powerful and harmonious communication and creativity are supported by a mystic rectangle. Plus, we have eight bonus aspects that are not in my written forecasts. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes my chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics if you read my forecast online. Just go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, and choose the astrology forecasts category. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. What's old coming into this week? We've got a waxing moon and five retrograde planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, Chiron, and Uranus, and a couple of continuing aspect patterns, a mystic rectangle, and a grand cross, which I discussed on the prior episode. So let's move on to this week. We start on Tuesday, August 25th. Like we don't have enough aspect patterns showing relationship challenge already, this hard rectangle featuring the Sun, Venus, Ceres, and Pluto adds even more emphasis to a theme already being trumpeted so loudly. It starts today on August 25th, peaks on the 29th, ends on September 1st. Venus carries the relationship theme. Pluto and Ceres represent old emotional wounds and shadow work. Finally, the Virgo Sun represents healing. It also suggests a methodical, well-organized approach to your healing journey. Why would you welcome challenging catalysts in your key relationships? Because first, it's coming anyway, and two, it will spur shadow work that can help you wake up faster. At the risk of sounding like a broken record, do you remember vinyl records? As I have so frequently on this podcast, I once again recommend nonviolent communication to work out any issues with your partner and my free healing invocation to assist with your personal shadow work. I have links to those in the show notes. So let's start with those bonus aspects here on the 25th of August. We first have Mercury trine Uranus. That's Mercury 11 Virgo and Uranus 11 Taurus. And this is the planet of human mind Mercury uh, making harmonious, smooth communication with the planet of divine mind Uranus. And this is a perfect setup to get more intuitive hits, which is what Uranus sends down so your human mind Mercury can receive them. A trine means easy, automatic, smooth connection. Mercury in Virgo is very good at taking this raw material of the intuitive flash, often which is just sort of a, a general idea, and then in Virgo it can work out all the details. So beautiful setup for just getting more intuitive hits. And more broadly speaking, Uranus is the planet of genius, so lots of cool ideas. I personally think those come from your higher self anyway, but you can think what you want. Just great for innovative thinking, outside-the-box ideas, intuitive hits, all that kind of good stuff. Now again, a trine gives a certain amount for free, but is fundamentally lazy. So if you if you call upon your divine for inspiration, which I love to do, like let's say you're, you're sitting on the right, for example, you might just start with the invocation Uranus or a spirit that I am or whatever you're calling here. 
I now ask to receive the words that will serve highest good. And you can begin any creative process or any process involving creativity really by calling in that divine help. We also, on August 25th, have a Venus-Jupiter opposition, Venus 18 Cancer, Jupiter 18 Capricorn. And this is the two classic benefics of ancient astrology. Venus is the lesser benefic, Jupiter is the greater benefic, and benefic means good, brings good things. So this is a possible expansion of good luck or good fortune. Um, now, if we get a little more particular, Venus, of course, is relationship and other things. Um, Jupiter opposing Venus is going to amplify relational energy, and therefore you can expect that whatever's going on in a relationship, be it challenging or wonderful, to be amplified under this energy. Venus in Cancer is a wonderful energy into which to really relate from your heart. So if you're not easily present in your heart and feeling those emotions, then Venus in Cancer makes that easier to do, especially while she's opposing Jupiter. Venus is also creativity, heartfelt creativity, heart-inspired creativity, ideally. So creativity is boosted by this aspect. And of course, Venus is also money and therefore amplified money issues or opportunities for that matter, could go either way, are in the air as well because of this Venus-Jupiter opposition. And that ends that day. On to Wednesday, August 26th. Powerful and harmonious communication and creativity are supported by a mystic rectangle that starts today on the 26th, peaks on September 1st, ends on September 5th. Virgo and Mercury supports learning and communication and also helps it to be precise and service-oriented. Cancerian Venus allows you to engage in heartfelt relating. Neptune helps inspire communication and can help dissolve the boundary between those who are relating. And finally, Saturn and Pluto let you communicate with power and authority and help you achieve practical outcomes. Cancerian Venus represents emotionally moving artistry, while Neptune represents the flow of divine inspiration. Saturn and Pluto help you work without inhibition and get a ton done. Mercury supports verbal or written creativity. And finally, Mercury's placement in Virgo can help you polish up the details after you have flowed the initial inspiration into your project. Obviously, I first did the round on communication and then I did the second round on creativity. Next up, Thursday, August 27, another bonus aspect, Venus tri-Neptune. And uh, I mentioned earlier the Venus-Jupiter opposition, the two benefics. Now we have another awesome relationship, Venus and Neptune. Neptune is considered to be the higher octave of Venus and in the sense that Neptune is divine inspiration. Venus is personal ego-based creativity. Uh, Neptune is divine relating, blending with everything. Venus is relating as a separate being. So a Venus-Neptune trine uh, has several awesome ways you can use that. By the way, Venus is at 20 Cancer, Neptune's at 20 Pisces. This can be, wow, I'm just relating so much easier with my own higher self. I just feel it more beautifully. If you want to, again, bring that in more potently, do the embodied awakening invocation that's linked in the show notes. That's a great way to call it in. Most people can do it within five or 10 minutes, even the first time. Um, so you can have a relationship, Venus, with your divinity, Neptune, or Venus could be creativity and Neptune's divine inspiration, an obvious, easy connection for those who want to do any kind of creative work. 
let's take, let's go back to relationship for a minute. What about relating with things in the physical? It could be other people, could be nature, could be anything around you. Uh, Neptune, again, dissolves boundaries, and therefore you can relate not so much as a separate isolated being, but feeling yourself beyond your skin. The energy can go out uh, potentially infinitely into space, into the area around you. And many of my, my followers are empaths. I work with them all the time as clients. So basically, just allow yourself to expand out and just be big. All right, next up, Friday, August 28th, we have Pluto squared Juno, another bonus aspect. And this is a powerful one. Uh, Juno is committed partnership. Pluto is intense empowerment or challenge or growth opportunities. So a lot of people in Pluto squared Juno, they're going to have some challenge come up in any kind of committed partnership, whether that's romantic, whether that's a business partnership, whether that's a close friendship. So Pluto squared Juno can tend to bring up a lot of shadow work, a lot of challenging emotions. Uh, Pluto's Lord of the Underworld, who brings up that which has been repressed or buried. And there's nothing like a committed partnership to fire that stuff up, of course. So expect some shadow work around this time, around the 28th. Or, you know, this is a longer aspect, so it'll probably last several weeks either side. Um, and also, I know it's part of a larger aspect pattern that, I'll also, that I will also be discussing here. Um, but basically, also, what's the upside? What if you have a sexual committed partnership? Pluto rules Tantra, sacred sex. So learn how to do things that can connect you intimately with your lover and have your light bodies blended, not just your physical bodies. It takes it to such a higher level of ecstasy. Even if you simply eye gaze or just do really light touching of each other's skin, stroking the whole body, those are things that can easily bring you alive and bring that light body more online for each other. So basically, Pluto is very intense. The square is very insistent. So you could have really awesome things happening in committed partnership here. You could have really challenging things happening. And it could go some of both. Either way, depends on what the nature of the partnership is and how much stuff there is to be worked up and cleared. And if I didn't give coordinates already, Pluto's at 23 Capricorn and Juno's at 23 Libra. Next up, Saturday, August 29th. Welcome to one of the most complicated aspect patterns I've ever seen. It has no official name I know of, so I'll just call it a double grand cross slash double mystic rectangle. Starts today on August 29th, peaks on September 2nd, ends on September 4th. It contains Mercury, Venus, Mars, Juno, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. With amazingly tight symmetry, it weaves together the following aspect patterns. The grand cross containing Venus, Mars, Juno, Saturn, and Pluto, another grand cross with Mercury, Neptune, and the lunar nodes, a mystic rectangle containing Mercury, Venus, Neptune, and Pluto, and another mystic rectangle, Mars, Juno, and the lunar nodes. So how simply can we interpret such a complicated aspect pattern? At its heart, it boils down to communication, that's Mercury, as well as the lunar nodes in Gemini and Sagittarius, in committed partnership, that would be Juno and Venus. If that relationship serves highest good, that's the lunar nodes, you can relax into flow state, Neptune, and communicate exactly what your partner needs to hear. Furthermore, you're invited to initiate this communication, Mars and Aries, that's initiation, to speak with the authority, Saturn, of your inner knowing, Neptune, and to catalyze transformation, Pluto, with your words. There, that wasn't so bad, was it? 
So that's enough for that aspect pattern. We also have a peaking aspect pattern. There's a Sun, Venus, Ceres, Pluto hard rectangle that started on the 25th, peaks today on the 29th, ends on the 1st. I have discussed that previously, so I won't give that interpretation again. We also have a bonus aspect here on the 29th, Mercury trying Jupiter. Um, lots of interesting standalone aspects this time that really have resonance. Mercury and Jupiter are the two teacher planets. Mercury is just about just give me facts, data, trivial pursuit stuff. Just I just want data, data, data. Okay, But Jupiter says I need to focus my learning into an area that helps me build a philosophy, a meaning of life, a religion, some kind of meaning system. So Mercury trying Jupiter is awesome for learning. It's awesome for communicating. Mercury is at 18 Virgo. Jupiter is at 18 Capricorn. So they're both in Earth signs. So grounded, solid, helpful communication topics would be really great. Um, also, um, with Mercury and Virgo, as I think I've mentioned earlier, it's great for analysis, really diving deep, seeing all the little details. So really easy, harmonious learning and communicating in that way. And another way of thinking about it, Jupiter's joy, optimism, optimism rather, upbeat. And Mercury trying Jupiter says I can communicate with passion and optimism and give people hope. So some awesome ways to use that Mercury-Jupiter trine. On Sunday, August 30th, your ability to serve others, focus on health, and catch the little details is powerfully juiced by a Thor's hammer that starts today on August 30, peaks on September 4th, ends on September 7th. The Virgo sun is at the tip of this aspect pattern, while Mars in Aries and Saturn in Capricorn hold down the back end. Since this is a semi-hard aspect pattern, there could also be difficulties. Mars can symbolize aggression or attack. Saturn loves to manage things and be in control. If you find yourself being challenged like this, do what you can to analyze Virgo, the situation before acting. Finally, consider whether a challenging situation could actually help you, perhaps by inviting you to step more fully into your power. Is this happening to you or for you? We now have three bonus aspects still here on the 30th. We have two involving Venus. Uh, Venus is quintal Uranus. That's Venus 23 Cancer and Uranus 11 Taurus. We have Venus opposing Pluto also. Venus 23 Cancer, Pluto 23 Capricorn. So Venus, uh, we've had several Venus aspects already. Of course, that, let's put it in the most commonly used version of relationship. The quintile to Uranus is inspiration and cool breakthroughs and uh, next level work in relationships. Um, with the Pluto thing, it says, let's go deep, let's go intense. That can also bring up challenge. But again, it can also take you into the, the deeper depths of honesty, authenticity, um, nakedness, whether that's physical with a lover or emotional with a good friend. It's just saying, you know, you'll get inspiration on how to go deep really well. And if there are issues that need to be brought up, and they are brought up by the Pluto opposition, then Uranus with the quintile can give you little hints of intuitive hits on how to work with those challenges more skillfully. What about creativity? Uh, all good on that. Venus quintile Uranus is just inviting lots of intuitive hits on creativity to support your artistry. And Venus opposed Pluto gives you power to get it done and allows you to go into the depths of uninhibited creative expression. If Venus is money, then again, you could get great ideas, intuitive hits around how to use your money skillfully. And Pluto is the planet of wealth and power. 
a Venus-Pluto opposition can actually enhance wealth, but don't do anything stupid because Pluto can give and Pluto can take it away and it tends to do it in a rather extreme manner. So um, this is not a guarantee of wealth accumulation. It could also be lost. So uh, just be sure that you do your due diligence before you make any kind of investment with Venus opposing Pluto. Also, we have one other bonus aspect today. We have Mercury opposing Neptune. That's Mercury 20 Virgo, Neptune 20 Pisces. This is, again, the mind and communication, checking up with the planet of inspiration. So let's say you're communicating. You could just be relaxing and almost like you're channeling. It's like you're in flow state. If you relax and allow the divine to flow through you with information, you can actually share stuff you didn't even know before you opened your mouth. Um, and if you do know something, then Neptune can easily move you into flow state if you partner with it, invite it in. I, I'm always a big fan of invoking these planets because they are conscious forces. They will come if you call them. And if you call them to work on their more positive life-affirming side, they're happy to show up. That technique can be referred to as shamanic astrology or planetary invocation or however you want to work with that. So let's see. Also, if you're learning, um, Neptune again could put you in a beautiful flow state and learning could just be easier because you absorb the knowledge more easily. Neptune is the lord of water, the god of the ocean. He can make you a little bit like a sponge so you can just absorb more easily. Um, and also Neptune represents divine inspiration. Mercury in Virgo is like the editor, the fine tuner. So um, depending on which thing you need, they're actually both available with the Mercury and Neptune opposition. If you just need to download and just let the muse sing to you, be willing to just get it out hot and messy until the inspiration completes, then activate the Virgo to edit. I, I don't recommend editing before the inspiration is complete. I lost two novels that way at various points in my life where I wrote into part of a novel and then started going to writer's groups and getting critiqued and edited, and boy, that just shut the whole thing down. Never got past those chapters ever. Anyhow, just a little personal anecdote for you. Uh, I want to mention, that's all the astrology events, but I want to mention I'm always working to improve this podcast and or these videos, depending on what you're watching. For example, in this episode, I repeated two aspect pattern interpretations from last week's episode. This has been my procedure for years. If an aspect pattern begins and peaks during different episodes, I'll read out the interpretation on both of them. But do you prefer that I repeat an aspect pattern's meaning when it peaks, or would you rather that I refer to a previous episode or my written forecast for its meaning? In other words, just say, hey, I talked about that before, go check its meaning there, or would you rather I do it twice, you know, once each on different episodes? I'd love to know what you think about this. Please email me at astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com or text me at 828-338-9852. We'd really appreciate your feedback on that if you have an opinion. I'm truly excited to announce a significant new feature in my Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. It brings the archive alive like never before. The Awakening Plus archive is a treasure trove of transformational processes. It stretches back almost five years, contains over 250 events. Members tell me that these archived events are just as life-changing as the live calls. I've always given the archived events titles and detailed descriptions, and they've always been in chronological order, but until now, it's been easy to get lost in all that content. How is a member supposed to choose which archived events to experience? 
That problem has now been solved thanks to the new Awakening Plus Best of Guide. It sorts the archive into 11 categories and then lists and ranks the best events in each category. Categories are even sorted into four groups, more gentle, more intense, most intense, and other categories. Let this best of guide point you toward the archived events that will help you most strategically accelerate your evolution with the most effective Awakening Plus processes. Everyone, including those who are not yet members, is welcome to read about these best of the best Awakening Plus events, which have helped so many heal and awaken more deeply. Each event title links to its password-protected event recording, which requires membership to access. Everyone is welcome to participate in most live Awakening Plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global spiritual awakening. Here are brief notes on the August events I've got left. These are all at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This Tuesday, August 25th, 2020, Money is Magic, Activating and Embodying Your Currency Flow with guest presenter Kimberly Crow. Are you ready to activate your currency codes and step into your true magic? In this call, guest presenter Kimberly Crow will help you release the mind matrices that are blocking your optimal prosperity. She will also activate your divine blueprint, opening the door for you to create from your soul and heart's desires. I've known Kimberly for years. She was my very first guest presenter back in 2015 and is one of the most powerful light workers I know. Her prior presentation, which is available to members in the Awakening Plus archive, was spectacular, and I have no doubt this one will be even better. Also, every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, unless otherwise announced, we have new Earth support. We'll create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened new Earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. These events last about an hour, sometimes less. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance, and during the pandemic, I've dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. The show notes, in fact, for this show are at astroshaman.com slash 548. Again, A-S-T-R-O-S-H-A-M as in mother, A-N as in nancy.com slash 548. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com and my number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We're wrapping up this episode. Once again, please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.